Karen hates the speed limit. I was driving through a neighborhood that had a posted speed limit of 25 because the streets were narrow and there had been a lot of accidents there lately. The cops regularly patrol and give tickets. Was coming home and took a shortcut through the neighborhood noodling along at 27 or so since I didn't want to get a ticket. Karen and her friends zoom up from behind and start tailgating me. She started honking and wouldn't stop. I could see her and her gal pal complaining about it and she just wouldn't let off the horn. It was really obnoxious. So instead of speeding up, I slowly slowed my speed to about 15 miles per hour. It made her insanely angry and my heart filled with joy. We rolled up to a stop sign and I just sat there. After a bit, another car came up and I waved them on and then another one. After a while, I just watched her losing her mind from behind me, waving her hands, screaming madly, just out of control angry. Finally, she backed up her car, stomped on the gas and careened around me, running the stop sign and put a lead foot down flying up the road. Unfortunately for her, she missed seeing the cop pulling up to the stop sign as she went through it, who immediately caught up with her and pulled her over. He popped her for running a stop sign speeding. At such a speed, the fine had to be double. Florida is notorious about that. When I drove past her, she was screaming at the cop and her face was beet red with fury. We made eye contact whereupon I kissed my hand and blew a kiss to her. Her face contorted with emotion and I'm pretty sure I saw the top of her head pop open and a little man with a sign run away. I'll tell ya, I slept particularly well knowing that I righted some imbalance in the world. I will admit, it's nice when instant karma comes to town, but being a jerk to be a jerk is still being a jerk. So I can't praise the OP too much here, but tailgating is the worst, so this Karen got what she deserved. Am I the jerk? I knocked the girl out and broke her nose when I was 15 because she kicked me in the balls. At my school, this was a relatively common occurrence for girls to do this to guys over disagreements, words, or just for fun. And no, by words and disagreements, I do not mean her being bullied. Anyway, it was during recess. I was just minding my own business when this girl came by and kicked me in the balls from behind. I immediately fell to the floor convulsing and coughing my balls up while sobbing and crying, while she and some other girls laughed at me. After what felt like an eternity, but must have been maybe 10 minutes, I could finally stand again. And while still crying tears of rage, I found her and punched her in the face, frankly, as hard as I could. She got knocked out and her nose broke. I ended up getting suspended, which was fine, since I had to stay in bed for three days with an ice pack on my tennis ball size swollen nuts. I woke up that night because I had to puke. I had a weird small fluid sac that had been getting bigger over the years on my left nut, now called a hydrocil, which often causes a very unpleasant feeling, which makes me think of this incident every damn time. But if I had surgery to get it removed, I'd risk becoming infertile. Screw girls that do this. Might be because I have some sort of complex from this event and various incidents like these, that I've witnessed and experienced, but it should be considered sexual violence in my eyes because it's definitely intended to humiliate and violate boys as males. And girls who do this definitely get a kick, no pun intended, out of doing this by specifically exploiting his genitals and male weak spot. It's a psychological violation. It's sexual in the sense that it's directed at his sex and intended to violate him in regards to his sex. And in a sense that girls do this to draw some sort of gratification out of all of that in regards to their own sex. Violent castration slash cutting off a guy's junk is on one level with SA in my eyes. I hate to use that word, 
but I get triggered every time scenes like this happen on the screen. All the more when girls and women laugh at them. I feel like a weirdo with issues for having such an extreme reaction to that while everyone around me just doesn't care and finds it funny. Sorry that this turned into a rant. Let me know what you think. As a guy, this story made me wince. I mean, getting kicked in the balls is funny when it happens, sure, but in reality, like the OP stated, it can be really dangerous. This girl totally busted this guy's nut in the worst way possible, and that sucks for him. I don't condone him punching a woman, but at the same time, she legit caused this guy to have lifelong issues. So maybe Karma decided that she needed to pay her debt ASAP. Moral of the story, don't play stupid games unless you want stupid prizes, people. I'm in love with someone I can't be with. I don't know if Confessions is the right place to type this, but I need to get this off my chest somewhere. I met a girl through this game a while back. We have played and talked with each other a lot for the next 8-10 to months. I never really saw her as a potential partner simply because we don't live close, and I'm not good with long distance. Then out of nowhere, she asked me if we could date seriously. I rejected her by simply saying I'm not good with long distance, and as I said, she doesn't feel like a partner to me. Now a few months later, a lot of my friends in my friend group are starting to get girlfriends, and that got me thinking, when am I going to get a girl? And whenever I imagine having a girlfriend, she pops into my head. Our personalities match, she thinks I look good, and I think she looks good, and we simply are a perfect match. But the problem is, one, she lives on the other side of the world, and I can't imagine myself getting a plane ticket to visit. I'm very awkward in person, so I don't think it will go well. And two, even if everything goes perfect, I won't leave my friends and family to move to another country, and she won't leave her friends and family to move to another country. But whenever I imagine someone I can spend the rest of my life with, it's her. I can't imagine being with anyone else. What should I do? What do you do? Give it a shot! This OP seems to be swimming in the negative thought ocean instead of the positive one. Sure, long distance is rough, but you won't know if it's worth it until you meet the person in real life. Use the first meeting as a vacation and see how you get along. For all you know, she could be an amazing cook, her smile might brighten your day every morning in hell. Maybe she's even the queen of the Gok Gok 9000. You never know until you try. You got one life. Don't waste it by swimming in the negative. I'm in love with someone from the past. Life moves fast. All of a sudden, the people you spend every day with, you're not spending every day with anymore. People start changing and being more selective with the type of people that they want to be around and what they think they want to be around. I thought I was okay with not being around him. I was wrong. It has literally been years of me waking up and thinking about him on a daily basis. I have been thinking about this one man every morning I wake up for the last year and a half. I won't be overdramatic, but come on, this is kind of intense. Oh, and mind you, he's had a girlfriend for a while, but broke up with her. And little old me has been in two relationships since we got distant. I'm currently in one now that has been going for three years. Now, I don't know if we would have been the best for each other timing-wise in the past, but ooh-wee, that boy is fine like damn good wine. He's so hot. I literally have cried from frustration. I feel like a stalker. I can't stop thinking about him. Man, there's so much more. I don't know what I'm doing. I just need to get this off my chest. Thank you, Reddit. Peace. Man, someone is down bad. I couldn't tell, but it sounded like this OP was never with this fine wine of a man. Well, if you're a woman listening to this, consider this your sign to shoot your shot at a guy you like. Unless you want to end up like this person. Let's break the stereotype of men always having to make the first move. I'm 15 and my mental state is a wreck because my parents are getting a divorce. This just happened to me a few minutes ago, so I'm not sure about what to do about it. 
My 51 male dad is a conspiracy theorist, and it started with the fake moon landing and the flat earth stuff a few years ago. And this always made light arguments between them occur. My mom is a 49 year old female, but there was never any big ones and they all ended with something along the lines of this is stupid. Well, anyways, just a few minutes ago, the topic of sanctions in Russia came up and a heated argument happens between him and my mom with me in the crossfire. He goes on about how my mom's stories are bullcrap and how he's always right and vice versa from my mom to my dad. At the end of the argument, he says to me, I hate your mom, I hate you, and I'm leaving. And he went up to his room after I went up to mine. We talked for a little and he said he doesn't actually mean it to me, but he can't stand the arguments. He's leaving for at least the night and said probably only going to come back to grab some things. Every argument they've had destroys me. But this one really hit me deep, especially with some of my closest friends drifting, so I have no one to talk to about this. I've never really considered unaliving myself, but this night I've thought about it, although I probably won't. What should I do? Parents fighting is always hard. I don't think a parent leaving the house for a couple of days means divorce though. My parents fought like this when I was younger, but they are still happily married. It sounds like the dad is probably the issue here. And if you've ever argued with a conspiracy theorist before, you know that it's a losing battle because you can't change their mind. Sometimes people just aren't meant to be with each other though, sadly. This might be one of those cases. I hope this OP gets through this tough time because it sounds like they went to a dark place. Am I the jerk because my high school bully died and I'm happy about it? This chick I went to school with kind of made my life hell. Her and I were at one point very close. We even hooked up. But something changed and she ended up exposing pictures of me to the whole school. Last night she got hit by a wasted driver and died. And I can't help but smile a little bit every time I see someone post about it. Alright, this is kind of messed up, but it's also hilarious. It's hard to explain, but you don't know real hate until you feel it. The word gets tossed around a lot, but when you experience it for real, then you see why something horrible like this can make someone smile. My wife and I eat Karen's for breakfast. This morning I dropped my kid off at school. I'm in the usual car lane waiting my turn. Car in front of me moves up and I pull up in the same spot to let my son out. Then Karen appears. Same Karen I faced off against before when my son was getting tested for COVID at school. She asked me to roll the window down, so I do. Karen, next time you need to pull up further. The car behind you almost hit me trying to get past you. I pulled up as far as I can go. Otherwise, I would block the pathway for the kids to be at the fence. Well, you're still blocking traffic, sir. She says this as two SUVs drive past us with no issue. Ma'am, there's plenty of room, so I'm not sure what you want here. Karen throws up her hands. I guess I shouldn't have said anything. I tell her, well, where are you when at the end of the day, the same mom in the black and green SUV blocked both lanes and let her kids on? It's not my job, sir. I work in the office. And I just leave with a, okay, then have a good one. My kid once again witnessed it all. Just gets out and says, well, have a good one, dad. I'm just going to get out here. I get back home and I tell my wife all what happened. She decides to call the office because it's the same lady who harassed us last time and she wants to report it to the admins. She gets on the call and Karen just so happens to answer the call. My wife's recollection of the call basically goes like this. Hi, I wanted to talk to the administrator. A staff member just harassed my husband in the parking lot and we're not sure why. That was me. Oh, so then yeah, why did this happen? Oh, well, the car behind him pulled up too fast and almost hit me. So obviously I needed to say something. How is he responsible for that driver? Well, yeah, I guess I shouldn't have said anything to him. Sounds like it. So 
I just wanted to report this. I'll pass it along. Admins are in meetings all week. Yeah, okay, thanks then. My wife described the initial tone as snappy and snarky, and then it came down to low and timid, almost like she realized how stupid she was. So now we wait till the next encounter. We're the Karen Slayer family. This story does have some edits. Thanks for the silver. Sorry there was no actual cannibalism in this story. For the few who say that this was lame or didn't happen, it's cool, that's just how Reddit works. For those who keep claiming that my wife and me are both Karens, then I guess all I can say is that that's your opinion and you can have it, but we just don't agree with it. This is a repeat issue with the staff member and at some point, as a parent of a student of the school, you need to report the staff acting this way consistently. Make of that what you will. To those who said I wasted my time writing this, not sure why you think that. I have time during breaks, lunch, and after work, etc. And I can waste my time how I see fit. The only reason why I included all the edits that followed this post was because this family does kind of give off Karen vibes to me. It's one thing to speak back to a Karen, but this OP brought up another person that they have an issue with to throw in the Karen's face. Also, maybe it's just me, but with the rise of Karens in this world, these Karen slayers are becoming just as bad in my opinion, because I feel like they just do it for clout. I don't know. What do you think? Is this OP right or do they give you Karen vibes? Not meeting Karen's expectations. Had a Karen come into my store yesterday trying to get a product under a limited lifetime warranty exchanged, which needs to be done through the manufacturer. I explained how she could file the claim and offered to help her file it on my computer. She goes, they said I could do that and have it shipped for $11 or come into your store and you'd replace it for 15. I go, who's they? Because we don't have any replacements in stock. Even if we did, there's no way for me to change it to $15 for one. This item in question sold for around $60 and cannot be exchanged or discounted. It's even on her receipt that she didn't have with her, but I looked it up in the system. Well, if you like, I can help you file the claim. She's rolling her eyes at this point and she keeps telling me, well, last time they over and over. She tells me to go check in the back and I go check and nope, of course, we don't have it like I knew we wouldn't. She's convinced that if we do have one, she can still get her way. I was apparently too quick in looking for the item and she questioned if I even looked hard enough. Well, the product she's looking for is a four-year-old model, so we no longer carry that version she needs. She finally agrees to me helping her file a claim and I told her she would receive an email for payment information. And she then goes, I want a receipt printed out which there was no receipt for this, as I didn't take a payment, and she needed to do that on her end. So after explaining that to her, she gathers all the things that she sprawled out onto the counter, huffing and puffing to the door and says, last time they took my payment directly, before walking off. I was so tempted to start recording her, but I knew that would only escalate things for her. I don't really have anything to add to this story, I'm just, you know, working in retail sucks. And I don't miss those days. The thrift store Karen. First time posting, so I'll give you a bit of a backstory. I work for one of America's largest charity thrift store chains. We basically make money by selling people's donated items. I work in donations, so I get in contact with, let's say, some interesting people. Today I took a donation of four boxes of random knickknacks and glassware. Nothing out of the ordinary, nothing special. Well, fast forward 10 minutes and the donor returns stating he donated a book by accident. At this point, the items are already being sorted through to see what we can sell versus recycle. So I ask for the book title, a phone number, and I'll contact them when I find the book. Then in the passenger seat, I hear a high-pitched shriek, screaming about how we need to give the book back this instant as they live 100 miles out of town. I go through the donations he gave me. There was no book. She storms into the building with her husband, screaming at all of us, 
telling us that it has to be here, etc. Eventually, the husband walks out after being told to shut up by his woman. Five minutes later, she's still in our back room yelling at us. The husband walks in, tells her he found the book in the center console where she left it. She storms out, almost pushing me over, throwing a tantrum a two-year-old would be proud of. The kicker? It was a Christian self-help book about treating others like you would want to be treated. Oh, Jesus. Coming from a very conservative state, this story is all too real. Karens reign supreme in religious circles, and they often believe that they are right because they are connected to God. Sadly, they only ever bring up God when they want to get their way and never live by his words. It's just sad. So that's it for today's episode. Let me know your favorite story in that comment section down below. Don't forget to follow on Spotify and hit that subscribe button if you want more content like this in the future.